Greetings and welcome to Fresh Text. Fresh Text is a weekly podcast where a pair of pastor scholars discuss a scripture passage drawn from the Revised Common Lectionary. My name is John Drury. I'm a spiritual engagement coordinator for Indiana Wesleyan University in Marion, Indiana. And my guest this week is Colleen Durr. Colleen is a friend of the show. Uh, she's been on uh, many times before, especially around Easter. We've kind of come up with a little unplanned tradition of having her on for the Easter episode. So this is our Easter episode. Uh, she's the uh, president at Wesley Seminary, also here connected to Indiana Wesleyan University, but with quite of its own independent identity as a global impacting seminary. So she's here, dear old friend and a, a wonderful interpreter of the scriptures. So I'm excited to have her on the show today. I'm sure you will enjoy it too. Our text this week is Psalm 118, Psalm 118. As you're listening, if you enjoy the show, hit the share button on your podcast player app of choice so that you can pass this show along to others so they may enjoy as well. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash fresh text. We'll find ways to support the show and get some occasional additional content. Thanks for listening and enjoy this conversation with Colleen. Well, let's uh, let's jump in, eh? Yes. Um, would yes. you be willing to read the passage? I would be happy to read the passage. Lovely. And I'm going to read from a translation that I actually don't use a lot, but I love how this translation reads the Psalms. So it's the message. And if you read through the message, the Psalms, for someone who likes to read the Psalms and reads the Psalms often, it's just a fun, different approach. And yeah. for me, it just offers this different look. So awesome. I, I pulled it out and I said, ooh, Psalm 118, which one do I want to look at? And I thought, I'm going to use the message. Lovely. And it won't be as familiar with the NIV, yeah. which we can all almost quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I dig it. Well, I got a weird translation for for the second segment too. So perfect. We'll, we'll we'll go weird from two different angles. Awesome, awesome. And then you know whoever's listening can pull out the NIV yeah. <laughs> if that's what they choose. So Psalm one eighteen in the message. Thank God because He's good, because His love never quits. Tell the world Israel, His love never quits. And you clan of Aaron, tell the world His love never quits. And you who fear God, join in. His love never quits. Pushed to the wall, I called to God. From the wide open spaces, he answered. God's now at my side, and I'm not afraid. Who would dare lay a hand on me? God's my strong champion. I flick off my enemies like flies. Far better to take refuge in God than trust in people. Far better to take refuge in God than trust in celebrities. Hemmed in by barbarians. In God's name, I rubbed their faces in the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Hemmed in and with no way out. In God's name, I rubbed their faces in the dirt. Like swarming bees, like wild prairie fire, they hemmed me in. In God's name, I rubbed their faces in the dirt. I was right on the cliff edge, ready to fall, when God grabbed me and held me. 
God's my strength. He's also my song. And now he's my salvation. Hear the shouts, hear the triumphant songs in the camp of the saved. The hand of God has turned the tide. The hand of God is raised in victory. The hand of God has turned the tide. I didn't die. I lived. And now I'm telling the world what God did. God tested me. He pushed me hard. But he didn't hand me over to death. Swing wide the city gates, the righteous gates. I'll walk right through and thank God. This temple gate belongs to God, so the victors can't end her and praise. Thank you for responding to me. You've truly become my salvation. The stone the masons discarded as flawed is now the capstone. This is God's work. We rub our eyes. We can hardly believe it. This is the very day God acted. Let's celebrate and be festive. Salvation now. God. Salvation now. Oh, yes, God. A free and full life. Blessed are you who enter in God's name. From God's house, we bless you. God is God. He has bathed us in light, festooned the shrine with garlands, hang colored banners above the altar. You're my God, and I thank you. Oh, my God, I lift high your praise. Thank God. He's so good. His love never quits. Oh, my gosh, that was so good. (laughs) The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Father, uh, we've already been praying using the words of this great psalm. So now we ask that you, in fact, would be thanked and exalted by our words of reflection, of exposition, that our conversation would uh, itself be a prayer of its own, uh, that you would find us faithful in thanking you, and that all those listening in, that they too would be shaped and inspired and driven to their knees and lifted up with their arms held high in praise to you. So we ask that the spirit of this psalm would uh, inhabit our conversation and that it would be at work in our hearers, even as we attend also to the letter. (laughs) Uh, So both in spirit and letter be at work among us today. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. I thought that was actually a pretty killer translation. I, I'm not a. It's amazing. I'm not a. I'm not a message hater. I mean, I I, I like study Bibles. I like getting into the right the words, but but like it's got to sound like English, you know. Yes. And, and this that sounded like English, and a lot of those idioms were he, like he would choose more contemporary idioms that really were equivalent, though. Sorry, I'm going to talk about the translation Absolutely. a little bit. Absolutely. Like, so with the late. You know, in the name of the Lord, I'll cut them down. Yeah. Repeated in 11 and 12. And I think it had run their faces in the dirt. I mean, right. that's, a, that's a very, it's a very vivid metaphor. I mean, cut them down is vivid, but it's not familiar. Right. As an idiom. Right. Like that, that, that assumes the context of kind of ancient Near East battle and what yes. that looks like. Yes. Cut them down. What does that even mean? You know? <laughs> Uh, so run their faces in the dirt, like worked. Yes. Uh, yes. As a dynamic equivalence. And it has not a paraphrase. It was actually 
it was the sentence. Right. He, he followed it sentence by sentence. Yes, He's not adding he extraneous things. Yeah. He's just taking the risk to select idiom. And some worked better than others, but I thought that one was particularly yes. good. Yes. Because push to the wall, too, in five. Push the wall was, yes. Woo! Yes. That was really good. Sorry, you were going to say something. <laughs> well, I was going to say he, for me, in reading other translations, you have, it's almost um, theoretical. Mm. It's not this practical embodied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cut them down. When I think of cutting people down, it's usually with words. Mm, Today. That's we right. That's right. Literally that's cut people down. Yeah. So in the ancient world, that would have been a visceral, concrete yes, image right, to someone. They, right. They've seen that happen. They've done it themselves. Exactly. But we cut people down by, you know, character assassination. That's a good insight. Yeah. Cutting yeah. is used that way now. It is. But rubbing their faces in the dirt, that's physical. The physicality mm-hmm. of that is important, I think. And boy, that is something none of us want to. <laughs> how uncomfortable we are mm. we with that section, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, the lectionary probably leaves it out. I just, I, I, I this year we're in the Psalms and, and I'm, I use the lectionary as a jumping off point, but I don't ever use it. Let it be a straight jacket, or at least I try not to. But, uh, yeah, I think it was one to two and 14 to 24, yeah. but I just ignore that. I've been ignoring the verse numbers like every single week. One of these weeks we're going to have like a section from 119. I probably will not well, yeah. try to do the whole thing, but, <laughs> But so far, we've been just doing the whole psalm. Well, and and for me, part of this this psalm, the beauty of it is recognizing in yourself when you read it and hear it read, what are the parts that I go, yes, Lord, mm, yes, mm-hmm. and the parts that go, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. And this is that's a section that I rub their faces in the dirt that makes us uncomfortable. But yeah. we also have to own that part of the psalm. You don't get the whole psalm without. Yeah. Without that piece as well. So, what is it? What was the full phrase? Is it how does how does he reference the God's name in that sentence? Um, so it's eleven and twelve. Yes, and we don't have verses here. That's oh yeah, well, I also appreciate that. <laughs> Roughly um, line eleven and twelve. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. So hemmed in by barbarians, <laughs> mm-hmm. in God's name, I rubbed their faces in the dirt. Hemmed in and with no way out. In God's name. In God's name. That's the qualifier, mm-hmm. right? I think so. And that's for crucial. us, that's the significant qualifier. Right. Because uh, we want to do it in our own. <laughs> yeah. So most weeks I try to keep New Testament connections at bay till hmm. the second or third segment, but I'm going to slip one in right now. Okay. John chapter 18, Jesus is rested. Hmm. Or they're coming to arrest him and he steps out of the garden. The disciples are kind of cowering in the garden. He steps out yeah. and he asks, who are you looking for? So he initiates the, the arrest. <laughs> who are you looking for? And they say, Jesus of Nazareth. And he says, ego a me. Yeah, I, am. I am. Usually translated it as I or I am he, yeah. which is yeah. which is what it means on the surface. But it is that I, I am, am thing in John, right? Yeah. I am. When he says, which is the name of God from Exodus 3, right? Yeah. Yep. Yahweh. To be translated, I am that, you know, I am that I yeah. am. Be, so, I mean, it's kind of untranslatable, but there's this play on words in Exodus 3 in the bush. Right. He says, I am, and they fall over. <sighs> in the dirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he asks them a Love second it. time, who is it you're looking for? And they cowering on the ground say, Jesus of Nazareth. And he says it again. I am. Oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, 
that yeah. name. In God's name. So there is power. And then, of course, you have the sword moment happening. Right. Right. Right after that, Peter pulls out his sword and Jesus says, put it away. Right. Goes it's kind of like, I can down. knock them all over with a word. With, in the name. And you can only get one little servant's ear off yeah. with your sword. Yeah. So it is a sword uh, cutting them down. Yeah. Because we, we don't have the escape hatch that I've been using all year in the Psalms when I say, well, we're asking that God will judge them. Yes. Well, no, it's saying I'm going to do it. Right. But with in the name. In his name. So one alternative translation is with the Lord's name. Mm. So you could be cutting someone down and you're doing it in God's name. Right. Which could just be justifying your own violence, which True. might be a factor. But <laughs> I think you're right to think of it as a qualifier. And it may even be the instrument. Mm. Yes. Right. With right. the Lord's name. That's what I'm going to use. Right. That's the weapon. That's the weapon. It's the word, not yeah. my own sword, right. perhaps. Barbarians, by the way. That's a good move. Good. <laughs> it's Gentiles, Goyim. But I mean, that's <laughs> nations is too neutral. Yes. That's not, that's not how the Israelites saw. Because they didn't think there's a, uh, there wasn't a, a genus, a category called mm. nations, and they were one of them. That's not exactly how they thought of it. Right. Sometimes they'd say that of all the nations of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> But they didn't talk about the nation of Israel. They talked about the people of Israel. It was always two yes. very – so there's the people and then there's the goy, the goyim, the <laughs> nations, else. the Gentiles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's actually barbarians. Barbarians. Kind of a nice way. That captures the, the tone of that word. Yeah. It was lovely. I know I'm just doing translation comments, but that's what jumped out to me today. Yeah, so uh, before we go to our next break, any any other things you want to point out, either translational or just about the text that, that resonate with you? Yeah, well, it feels like the text plays three roles, three mm. jobs. You know, Psalms are always doing more than what they appear to be doing. But this, for me, the th- three very clear roles that the Psalm plays, one, obviously celebratory. Mm-hmm. It's a celebration Psalm uh, and was used at Passover for as a means of celebration, yep. right? We know that. There's the historical so there is the psalmist is telling their story. So there's this historical, the God who was is the God who will be, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so there's this historical element, not articulated as clearly as in some of the other psalms, but it's still there. Yeah, it's not located with, it's not, doesn't have the specificity Correct. of Moses, David stories. Right. It's, but it's, it's, repre- it would map onto those. It maps but, onto mm-hmm. those. And then obviously the foretelling of Christ. And so the prophetic voice of the psalm, and I'm not, I, I wonder how often, and obviously it's the Easter psalm, and so of course we're, you know, more inclined to do it. But how often do we focus more on the celebratory and mapping it onto our own story? Mm. We are celebrating because he has done these things in my life too, but missing the recognition of the role Christ is playing in the centrality of this psalm. Kind of that threefold's very helpful, and I'm glad you introduced it right now because it can maybe structure our conversation in the next segment. But I, already, the key idea there is, you know, this giving thanks, this celebrating. It's like the me of the story could be multiple different me's. It's, yes, you could put these on the lips of Christ. Yes, put them on the lips of the first psalmist as an individual. Yes, but even that me is a collective me. It's the right. we right of the people of Israel, right? Exodus, exile. And then it's also the me and the we of now. Yes. It's just so many layers. Yes. Yep. And importantly for us, Goyim, us Gentiles, yeah. it's only for me and we, because it was for him. For him. Right. right. It's, it's how we get to be a part of that. It's, we, that's right. right. Cause we, we, 
at the front end of the psalm, we are the barbarians. That's right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and by the end of the psalm, we are welcome to the throne. That's so right. Because and you have Christ. to read psalms that way. You have to, yes. Not just to be good historians, but actually the edgy stuff in the psalms yeah. is what makes it demonic is when we think of it as a given that I'm not the barbarian. <laughs> that I, yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. Exactly. If, if, if I'm a guest in this house, right? If this is not, if, if these in the in the first instance are not my prayers. Right. These are the prayers of God's people. Yeah. And I'm only a member of God's people through the flesh of Christ. Absolutely. That's another qualifier to use yes. a term you used earlier. Yeah. yeah. And so this psalm lays that story out. Yeah. In a way that I think could be missed. Um, yeah. That you you now we get to come in to the blessed are who there are those who enter in God's name. From God's house, we bless you. It's as if they're saying, those of us who were, we bless those of you who are also now because of the work that Christ has done. Yeah. Where was that? So that's the very last, the last, the blessed those are who you, come in. you who enter yes, in God's name. Yes, yes, name. yes. Perfect. Right. Brilliant. And so that follows after the stone that the builders rejected is right. the NIV. You know, the stone the Masons discarded is flawed. Is now uh, obviously that's Christ, and so and then a cornerstone of a new building, which is the church, the new, right? Yes. Then blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's that yes. famous yes line from Palm Sunday because this also Absolute. works on Palm Sunday. One eighteen is just like the bomb. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break and come <laughs> okay. back and explore this some more. And we're back. Welcome back to Fresh Text. I'm here with uh, Colleen Durr for our Easter tradition. I think this is third year in a row I've had you on the show for Easter show. Um, We're looking at Psalm 118. While we were on the break, Colleen started dropping some knowledge about triplets. And I was like, stop! Save that for the show. (laughs) So we'll come back to that in a moment if we wish. But let me go ahead and read it again. So this is... Total other end of the spectrum of translation. This is Robert Alter, which I saw you also brought. I did. I did. Yes. So this is Robert Alter. I've been using him all year in our Psalms series this year. So this is the the other end of the spectrum in terms of it's almost, it tries to follow the Hebrew word order very closely. Mm. But he shares with Peterson a desire to actually make it sound like poetry okay. and have rhythm right. the way that Peterson does too. They're, yes. Actually, it's, it's, it's the, it's the, the compromise translations in the middle that lose the poetry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yes. they're kind of hugging the text, but not really letting loose in English. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you kind of, the ext- <laughs> I like extremes. You know, I like, of course, you know that. <laughs> yes. But. So anyway, so here goes. And he's going to use acclaim. Thank is a killer translation. That's much better. <laughs> acclaim is like, what does that even mean? All right. Acclaim the Lord for he is good. Forever is his kindness. Let Israel now say, forever is his kindness. Let the house of Aaron now say, forever is his kindness. Let those who fear the Lord now say, forever is his kindness. From the straits I called to Yah. Yah answered me in a wide open place. The Lord is for me, I shall not fear. What can humankind do to me? The Lord is for me among my helpers, and I shall see the defeat of my foes. Better to shelter in the Lord than to trust in humankind. Better to shelter in the Lord than to trust in princes. All the nations surrounded me. With the Lord's name, I cut them down. They swarmed round me. Oh, they surrounded me. With the Lord's name, I cut them down. 
They swarmed round me like bees, burned out like a fire among thorns. With the Lord's name, I cut them down. You pushed me hard to knock me down, but the Lord helped me. My strength and my might is Yah, and he has become my rescue. A voice of glad song and rescue in the tents of the just, the Lord's right hand does valiantly. The Lord's right hand is raised. The Lord's right hand does valiantly. I shall not die, but live Mm. and recount the deeds of Yah. Mm. Yah harshly chastised me, but to death did not deliver me. Open for me the gates of justice. I would enter them. I would acclaim Yah. This is the gate of the Lord. The just will enter it. I acclaim you for you have answered me and you have become my rescue. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. For the Lord did this from the Lord. Did this come about? It is wondrous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has wrought. Let us exalt and rejoice in it. We beseech you, Lord, pray, rescue. We beseech you, Lord, make us prosper. Blessed who comes in the name of the Lord, we bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God and he shines upon us. Bind the festive offering with ropes all the way to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I acclaim you, my God and I exalt you. Acclaim the Lord for he is good. Forever is his kindness. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so triplets. Uh, yes. Walk me through a yes. couple of these. Well, so, I mean, he starts us off thinking that way, right? Yeah. So, you've got the... Israel, House of Aaron. And all. God fears. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All you who fear God. So, they start... And, and, of course, that feels like a call and response, right? What's interesting to me... You almost is, see the, 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 the temple gathered. Yes. The House of Aaron being the priests. Right. Kind of right. gathered up front... You have the Israelites, the Israelites in here, and then in the, the court of the Gentiles, yes, who are fears, God fears. They're a th- character in the Book of Acts, right? And the gospel first went out among Gentiles through God fears, right? Who were like they were Israel curious <laughs> Gentiles, right? Um, whether that's what that term meant first, it, it came to mean that for sure. Right. You can almost see that here, like you can one priest saying, "Let Israel now say," and then all Israel <laughs> says it. Let the house Aaron say, they say it, and then you Gentiles in the back. <laughs> that's right. You can see it playing out, right? Yeah. And so it feels like that's the rhythm then that mm-hmm. the psalmist sets us up for. And so if it's, you know, and it's typical in the psalms, of course, to have something repeated. We're used to the repetition, but it's repetition and triplets. Both yeah, tri- are happening. Yeah. And so the name of the Lord, I cut them down is three times. Is three as well. times. Is that the second triplet yes, or did you yes. see one before that, that I missed? Uh, no, that's, that's the second, okay. you know, push to the wall. I called on God. God is on my side. God is my strong champion. God is my refuge. Like those are the three mm. at my side, my champion, my refuge. And you can see the full clarity you get. So who all is invited? House of Israel, Aaron, all the God, those who fear God. Who is God? He is at my side. He is my champion. He is my refuge. So it's not just repetition to say the mm-hmm. same thing. It brings additional clarity. And then the next one is the hemmed in. Hemmed in by barbarians. Mm-hmm. You know? Then hemmed in with no way out. Like the, you get more of a vivid image. And then the swarming bees. Yes. Yes. Right? 
this translation, wild prairie fire. Again, hemmed in. So hemmed in, hemmed in, hemmed in. And then at the end, the hand of God has turned the tide. The hand of God has raised victory. The hand of God has turned the tide. That's a triplet too. That's That's a triplet. Right hand three times. As well. And there's the one verse which has the triplet within it, which for me, when we focus on what would we preach from, this, this preaches. God's my strength. He's also my song. And now he's my salvation. Mm. A triplet within the single verse. For me, it's a turn in the psalm. And now this, the victory is the Lord's. And so you've got these triplets happening. Swing wide the gates, the temple gate. And then at the very end, we come back to, blessed are those who enter in God's name. He has bathed this. So we're blessed. We're bathed in light. And he is our God. The being blessed by him, the light shining, bathing in his light and being, he is ours. Yeah, I wonder if these triplets are intended to disrupt because it's a, I think, not only a Thanksgiving psalm, but also has, you know, possible Passover connotations Mm. um, that you mentioned already earlier. And this is just true in, you know, in worship, but in just, you know, rituals in a home you have the way you always do it, and yeah. then you disrupt that right. in order to draw attention. And you know, yes. So these, uh, a lot of these threes kind of they disrupt the usual couplets. Yeah, it's still in couplets as in right. terms of its structure. Right. But you know, it's usually pairs and pairs of pairs. Yep. And so to have a lot of these threes, threes definitely invites a kind of oh something extra special is happening here. <laughs> Pay attention. This one's this one's a special one. Yes. Yep. Ah, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So when does that that narrative shift is around verse ten, right? Yeah, oh, you don't have verse numbers. Yeah, that's but, kind of. But fun. that's that. God's my strength, right? When the barbarians come in. Yes, I was on the cliff, ready to fall, yes. and he grabbed me and held me. Yeah, so I called out to him. So I should side note. So Peterson, I think, for actually some good reasons, chooses to translate the tetragrammaton Yahweh as God. God. Yeah. And one of the benefits of that is translating it the Lord to us sounds like a title, yes. not a proper name. Mm. And the adding of the d- definitive article the has a significant impact on the poetry of it. Mm. It doesn't roll off the tongue as quickly. Right. So I actually I like that he does that. I there's reasons why most translations don't, but but it is kind of ironic. So in the ancient world, the name God was the generic <laughs> and Lord was the kind of alternative pronunciation mm. of God's proper name. Mm. And it's it's almost kind of gotten reversed for us modern, like yeah. Lord, we talk about lordship, who's lord of your life. Right. Anyone could be a lord of we something. We lord it over people. Right, right, right. <laughs> we're Whereas we're yeah. I mean, yeah. monotheism has become so dominant. We yes. don't know what it's like to be in a kind of polytheistic context as much anymore. Right. Pluralistic were context. Right. But, and especially a Western, which is who yeah, Peterson was writing. Right. And modern Western folk, mm-hmm. like, you know, we talk about atheism or we talk, we might be pluralistic talking about other religions, right. but we tend right. to assume the monotheism, even, <laughs> even secular folks. Yes. Yeah. Are you right? That is a Westernly specific. So in that kind of context, the singularity of God yeah. actually kind of works. Sorry to go off on that, but no. I was, that was all, that was mostly a prep for, uh, alter whenever there's the short version of Yahweh, just mm. Yah, 
he just leaves it yaw leaves so it. that it stands out. So that's mm-hmm. what that weird one was, dear listener. Yep. Why, if you, when you heard me saying yaw, what the heck was going on? <laughs> and also helps you like remember hallelujah, which is act, not one word, it's two words in right. Hebrew. It's praise yah, yeah, which is like a short nickname hmm. for Yahweh or the Lord. I don't know. That was just like a little little fun facts. Yes, a little Bible geek out time. Good. Not as good as the triads. That was great. <laughs> Well, there's all these famous lines, and we both used outlier translations. Yes, yes. And so I think that actually one additional benefit of that is that it obscured the famous kind of Christological messianic yes. terms, Yep. which, of course, now I want to come back to maybe yep. when yep. we in our third segment yes. and do a little Jesus-y stuff. Absolutely. Okay, so let's Absolutely. take a break and come back and talk about some sermon starters and how Jesus uh, fits into all that. Welcome back to Fresh Text. I'm here with my guest, Colleen Durr, and we're looking at Psalm 18. Uh, This is one of the Psalms recommended for Easter Sunday. So we're prepping for Easter Sunday here. Now, the odds of a preacher listening to this who hasn't gotten started on their Easter sermon are very low <laughs> on the same token. If they are in that situation, this is, this is a, their back is against the wall. To there quote we go. <laughs> so, so all the more reason to, but yes. of course, mostly we just pitch ideas, not knowing how people wish to use them. Yes. But let me just quote to get us started. Yep. A couple of the kind of famous lines yes. from the song. I'm glad we didn't start there. We started with the more right. obscure stuff, but so obviously give thanks. So this is, this is from like RSV. So more familiar, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Mm-hmm. That's that opening line. Yep. Then you really go quite a ways down yeah. 14. You have the Lord is my strength and my song and he has become my salvation. That's a famous right. yep. one. Another one, maybe less famous, but essential to Easter 17. I shall not die, but live mm-hmm. yep. and declare the works of the Lord. And then. Obviously, chief cornerstone that was rejected became chief cornerstone, yep. quoted by Peter in the first, yes, you know, proclamation of Easter to exactly. those outside the community <laughs> at Pentecost. And then uh, verse 24, my translation here says, on this day, the Lord has acted. We will rejoice and be glad in it. That's also the old song that you and I would have grown yeah. up singing. The, this is the day. They, right. That the this Lord has made. That's right. <laughs> yes. That the Lord has made. Yep. That the Lord has- and the NIV still has that. That's what yeah. the NIV is, right? Yep. Although I think thinking of it not as making the day, but making something happen on a day. Yes. Fits both the original and the Easter usage. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, and then Hosanna. Yeah. Blessed is he who comes Blessed in the name of the Lord. Lord. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's like, that's Palm Sunday. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought I'd review those instead of reading the entire 29 verse Psalm again. But yeah. And for people who aren't familiar with Psalm 118, reading it through in one sitting, they may come upon it and be surprised. Oh my goodness. So all of these stuff. in one I Psalm? know. <laughs> Like, wow, they all come from the same place? Yes, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, so let's explore some sermon starters. Being aware of some of these key texts as well as unique thoughts you might have. If you were preaching uh, or leading worship, 
uh, with this psalm at the heart of it, what what suggestions or ideas would you have yeah. to get us started? Yeah, well, uh, don't uh, have to be fully cooked, of course. Well, um, well I didn't die; I lived, <laughs> right? Yeah. Which is the the Peterson uh, translation. But this this notion of what does what does death now mean? Hmm. Um, and you quoted it is in "I will not die, but live." Is the NIV? I, the ESV was slightly different than that, but this. Yeah, whether it's a past or future is tricky. Tenses are funny in Hebrew. Right, right. So But this this proclamation, right, of I will not die but live. And how how is it that we can claim that? Mm. Because we can claim that too. This is the day we celebrate that this is the day the Lord has made and he is alive. We are celebrating his life, and we too are alive and will be alive. We do not die. Because I live, you also shall shall live. live. Right? That's John. That's it. That's it. That's it exactly. Right. So our our ability to claim that verse, I didn't die, I lived, is through the cornerstone that the builders rejected, Jesus Christ himself. Yeah, and so I wonder if maybe the the ambiguity of the tense can actually be an advantage here. Hmm. Like this is a because it's both. It's a teaching moment. You don't have to camp out on grammar for seven minutes and put people to sleep. But you could pause and say Tenses are funny in Hebrew. Yeah. Some of your translations, I know, I know you guys have got your Bible app on your phone. Some of you are looking at versions that yep. say, I will live. Others that say, I did, you know, uh, right. I did live. Right. To just say, well, the beautiful thing here is it depends who's, who's, who's singing this. Who's singing it. Jesus gets to put this in the past tense. <laughs> right. Absolute past tense. Absolute. We can put it in a kind of a partial past tense. Right. There have been ways in which God has rescued us. Yes. But, uh. A full, perfect past tense still awaits us. And, and can you right? imagine? That the, could be fun to play with. Absolutely. But the duty absolutely. of the second line is the same either way. Yes. And recount now I'm the telling deeds the world. of the Lord. Absolutely. Telling the world. Because I do live and uh-huh. I will live. <laughs> I mean, it's both. And what am I here to live? To bear witness. To bear witness. Yes. So what were you going to say? You can I imagine. Was say, can you imagine the power of? And of course, in the moment, they didn't even they didn't even recognize the power of the moment. The disciples in the upper room at Passover, mm. and you know, the tradition suggests that Jesus would have read this yeah. at that dinner, and the power of hearing <laughs> him read as the host, that's as right. the host. That just that's the kind of thing that gives me chills. It's like, oh my goodness, to have that moment mm-hmm. where he is the one saying. I didn't die. Right. So on Thursday night, it's, I shall not die. I but shall live. not die. On but when he returns Sunday, to it on Emmaus, when it said yes. he went through all the law and the prophets, the prophets. and the Psalms. Yes. Luke 24 specifically mentions the Psalms. So he reads it again. But now past tense. <laughs> now it's past tense. Absolutely. <laughs> Although that it would, it would be pronounced the same way in yeah. the Hebrew language. You can take it two different ways. Okay. Yeah. Past yeah. and present. They just don't work the same way. Hmm. It's Which more, is appropriate. It's more about an unfinished action, right? <laughs> yeah. So future is more about an unfinished action. Yeah. It may have been in the past and it's still in effect, or it may not have started yet. Right. And depending on where you're at in the Easter story. And you can even have a moment of that where you say, Absolutely. I mean, I don't, don't get me started on dour Easter sermons, but, <laughs> but you can have a moment of saying, you might not be feeling pumped up about Easter and life today. Right. Right. You might 
feel like you're on the other side of this. You, you, I shall live. Yes, because right at the moment, you're living in the I'm hemmed in by yeah. barbarians yeah, part of the song. The That's mm-hmm. where I am. I'm on you the cliff. You don't have to deny that, right? You can let people be there. You can be there. That's in this psalm. We all find ourselves in the psalm. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in the psalm. And wherever you find yourself in the psalm, that is still true for you. Yeah. You do not have to die. You can live. Either way. Either way. Because of and what And recount Christ. the deeds of Yahweh. I feel and like recount that. recount the deeds of Yahweh because of what he has done. Because it is his day. Yeah. And there's always that. It's striking because- in the Easter appearance scenes, Jesus keeps disappearing. Yeah. Like right when they recognize him, he goes away or Mary clings to him and he's like, don't you need to go and tell. And uh, he bumps into the women on their way. And he says, tell, you know, tell the fellas to meet me in Galilee, Matthew. They finally meet him in Galilee and he's like, go to the ends of the earth. Right. (laughs) So there's this recurring pattern of, where they're ready to cling, like like in like in Transfiguration scene of building yes. tents, they want to like, yes. oh, you're done. We're going to live together now. Yes, and yeah. he's pushing them forward to recount Count the deeds, deeds of the Lord. Yeah, which has both the double meaning of the Father <laughs> who raised him from the dead, but also Jesus as Lord. Go tell the story of what I did. Right, right. Which is exactly what we then see them doing in the Book of Acts yes. is telling yep. the story of what he did. Yep. Yes. So I wonder if I feel like. I'm with you. I, I think even just verse 17 could be at the heart of a sermon on this text. Mm-hmm. And really in the two parts, the first being, I shall not die, but yeah, live. Because our salvation is in the Lord. That's right. Acknowledging yeah. death, but it's overcoming in Christ. Right, right. And then maybe the second half or last third of the sermon being a real call to yeah. to bear witness, a call to evangelism. Absolutely. What did they do? How did they respond? They went and told even the women at the tomb. What did they do? Go and tell my mm-hmm. disciple, right? It's this always this expectation of going and telling. Why? Because the altar is big enough for all of us. Yeah. The throne room of God is big enough for all. And it's on us to bear that witness because we are the recipients of it. Someone else did it for us mm. because we once were the barbarians. <laughs> <laughs> At best. God fears. Yes. Yes. At best. At best. Yeah. And even at that, there had to be made accommodation. Correct. Yes. That's right. So someone else made accommodation, invited us to the knowledge. And for me, it's the, who really is he for you? Who is he? Because go and tell, going and tell, especially in this culture is incredibly hard. Yeah. 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 Where we're so polarized and we're afraid, I mean, we're mm-hmm. afraid to post our cat pictures on Facebook anymore, yeah. <laughs> right? Because everything is taken. And, and so how do we, how do we get the courage to mm. go and tell? Obviously it's the power of the Holy Spirit, but it's this recognizing that, like? yeah. that God is my strength. It's not what I've done. It's not in my own power. It's Moses. It's not because that you, you can speak well. David, it's not because you are the, the largest and the most powerful. It's because it's my strength. This is how it happened. It's God's strength. But he's also my song. And the balance of that, he's also the joy in my life. Because living as if God is your song is also going and telling. Yeah. But less in the exhortative kind of way. Yes. Hey, you need to – but just – this is this the song. Is, this is the song. And even quite literally, like, what's the songs you want to be singing? Yeah. 
Yeah. So so even when you are hemmed in, when even when you are on the edge of the cliff, he's still your song. And what what are the words in your mouth? What is the tune in your heart that is sometimes expressed literally and sometimes just expressed in how you carry yourself? And then, of course, he is now my salvation, my strength, my song. He is my very life. I no longer live. I die. That's just beautiful. It's so, so for me, it's this incredible vision. What has he done? What is possible for us? What are we called to do? Mm-hmm. And then how do we do it? What does this look like lived out in our lives? And if we face our lives looking about, man, when we're about to make a decision, when we're in a tough spot, if we rely on him, that it's our strength. But at the same time, as we interact with individuals, he is also the song of my life. Yeah. Yeah, so there's the strength. He's the one who did it. It's not about how great I am and how holy I am. Right. It's what he's done. Because we're, we're talking about what it looks like to share. And then the second piece that you mentioned is the song. The song. That this is what's the song in your heart, song in your lips. So it just spills over. Yeah. And then I wonder if one other, maybe a third point, maybe not, just another twist is verse 23. From the Lord did this come mm-hmm. about. It is wondrous in our eyes. How did Peterson do that? I know that'd be that'd be right after the cornerstone line. Yeah. This is God's work. I have that underlined. This is God's so the work. the same point. It's the same point. About. We rub our eyes, we can hardly believe it. Rub our eyes, hardly believe it. Yeah. Which that's a good imagery for it is wondrous in our eyes. Yeah. And that seems to be important is I, two things. One, as kind of like more meta comment for our listeners if you're preaching or teaching in any yep. way in the Easter season to say, are your own words about this filled with wonder? Right. That right. just rubs off, right? Yes. If you're just yep. filled with wonder. Yep. But then also as a word of that you might even teach or preach another to say, you know, like when someone comes out of a like a movie they really loved or listen <laughs> to a song they love or go to a concert. And you just have that kind of glow, right? Like that right. wonder, yes, right, yes, like whoa, whoa, and like yes. When someone does that to me, it makes me want to see the movie. Yes, like it's not—they're not telling me there's something wrong with you because you haven't seen the new Batman. Which, by the way, there is something wrong with you. It's really, really good, <laughs> but it's really, really amazing. But, uh, uh, but like, just like wow, you know, just kind of being blown away. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if, as preachers and teachers of the Easter gospel. I think that's something we need to tap back into and we can lose mm. track of that sometimes in the bustle and busyness of yeah. planning big services. Yeah. It's also then something we might teach about, but also something we teach toward. Like the question is, are people coming away from Easter worship with wonder in their eyes? Yes. If yeah. not, then maybe we drop the ball somewhere, you know, not yes. as a guilt trip, yeah, but as, no. a, as, as an assessment question, like, are we facilitating wonder? Right. Our people. Have we become so mechanical? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, he rose right, from the dead. Uh, yeah. This is, <laughs> this is Easter we celebrate. Yeah. You die and go to heaven. No, no, you die. We're going to eat chocolate and have ham. Yeah. For lunch. Yeah. Like, but no, the, do you have any idea what happened? The cataclysmic wow. yeah. moment in time that this was. And when you are filled with that kind of wonder, you can't contain it. Yeah. And you can hardly articulate it. That's right. So this isn't always about. Excellent no. articulation. And we, and I think we song implies a little of that. There's a yeah. little poetry there and that's okay. That's okay. But there's limits. Yes. But you know, how often we try so hard to get it right. 
and I'm not one for sloppy messy. I am one for doing everything with excellence. Uh, if you've ever had me in class, you know that very well. I'm all about excellence. But there's something about being so profoundly amazed at what he has done for us and for me. Yeah. I can hardly, I can't contain it, but I hardly can talk about it either. I, yeah, I, well, we're not confused and messy because we're afraid of it, of our words being too good. No. Uh, it's, we do the best we possibly can and we still, that's not good. We, we not, not good. Yeah, this it's, is the best. Yes. Yeah. Which is why having multiple translation is helpful. Right. Look at how they all try to get at yeah. this. And even at that, they all still fall short because we see now in part. So you sing your song the best you can, but yes. then you and come sing to it a with wonder. Gusto. Um, but then there's really a wonder that goes beyond, which comes back to an earlier point when it texts about the Lord is for me and I shall not fear. The Lord is for me. Better to shelter in the Lord than to trust in humankind. Better to shelter in the Lord than trust in princes, right? This is yeah. Yeah. this is just taking refuge in him, being filled with wonder. Yes. Uh, is, yeah. is better than, you know, whatever abilities I might have. Right. Whatever right. capacities, whatever method I have for evangelizing. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Use those. Teach those. Maybe, maybe This is an okay week to, to do a little of that. But to not put your trust in that. Right. You know. Right. Just be filled with wonder. Wonder. Trust the Lord. Wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was great. I had a blast. Yes. Um, yes. And if, and if that's all you catch is just be filled with wonder in the moment. What happened? What mm. did he do? What did he do for us? And to help your people catch. This is not just another day. It's not yeah. just another Sunday. It's not just an, another Easter in my 59 years. It's yeah. not just another one. This is amazing to think of what he did yeah. <laughs> for us. Man, yeah. so good. How can we not shout his praise? And how can we not tell of the wonderful things he has already done? Yeah. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Colleen, for the time you gave. Thanks uh, to all our listeners, of course. We appreciate you chiming in. Thanks for getting the word out about the show. And especially thanks to our uh, patron saints who support the show. Uh, thanks to Todd and Eric for your production work. Can't imagine doing this without you. Thanks to Tom Adamson for donating the theme music. And um, thanks be to God for his uh, word and his work. And uh, we always sign off saying, have a good preach and a great week. Bye-bye.